everybody, it's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD. And I'm Randy, and this week we're back with more shenanigans as oh, we uh, talk about the bottom 50 mm-hmm. of the canon. Yes. Canon? Because we're trying to narrow this massive list down to 50. Right now we're trying to cut it in half because we got 100 films. I know last time our count was a bit off. We got about 88 and we screwed that up. But we went back over the list and we decided to say what the rest would be. Yep. So on the canon countdown, these ones can go no higher than 78 Mm -hmm. ever Mm -hmm. um, are in order of release. Seed of Innocence, a.k.a. Team mother, Mothers, mm-hmm. Body and Soul, mm-hmm. The Seven Magnificent Gladiators, mm-hmm. Making the Grade, Sword of the Valiant, Thunder Alley, King Solomon's Mines, Fool for Love, Alan Quartermain and the Lost City of Gold, The Barbarians, River of Death, and Delta Force 3, The Killing Game. Yep. So those are the extra movies from last time we cut, but we decided when we look back over, well, we need to fill out 100, so these ones are going to be at the bottom. So that goes without saying that these movies are not going to be making it to the top 50. They're already cut. And then we have another 18 that these were the ones that we put as uh, maybes when we weren't sure how much we're going to actually be missing. Yeah. So, so do you want to read this one off or do you want? would you like me? Well, uh, we might as well just... This one is a bit different because they were maybes. So we should just say on this one, be a little bit more in-depth as to why they're not going to make the top 50, just generally, because uh, these ones were a bit stronger than the ones we already cut, which were obvious. That was those were going to make it. Except for one of them that I have no idea how it made it onto the list. Well, we'll get to that one. we get to that one. Okay, so then um, mm-hmm. 1983 is House of Long Shadows. Why do you think that it still plays mm-hmm. with the big boys? Well... The reason why I think this one uh, isn't going to be is not going to make it into the top fifty is simply because, though it's good and competent enough at what it's trying to do, it's not really all that memorable or interesting at the end, and it doesn't really stack up to anything that comes later. Yes, exactly. I don't have much to say about it because mm-hmm. it's just it's like I feel the same way about it as you do, uh, except that you do have to call out that the cast is really good. Oh yes, the cast is very strong and they help it a lot. Uh, the next one is 1983's The Wicked Lady. Actually, I'm not going to read the year anymore because it's just going to be mm-hmm. redundant. But The Wicked Lady mm-hmm. starring... I can't remember her name at the moment. <laughs> I was about to say Faye Dunaway, but I'm like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, that should tell you a whole lot about how strong a lot of this movie is. And that's one of the reasons why uh, I didn't quite make it. I like the the core idea of the story is pretty good. And I bet the original movie is... But this one is kind of held back by the fact that they wanted to make it saucier. So it's kind of strange at points where it doesn't know what tone it wants to be. And it kind of goes all over the place. Yeah, because there's a while where it's Mm -hmm. a a booby comedy Mm -hmm. or wants to be a booby comedy. And then it becomes a very Mm -hmm. uh, what you would call staid and and serious period piece. So overall, it is competent and I think it is worth watching overall. But I don't think it makes it into the top 50 despite that 1984 is over the brooklyn bridge i already took it back i'm reading the year (laughs) whatever doesn't matter yeah over the brooklyn bridge is another one this one is uh a drama it's competent it's pretty well made um it's pretty straightforward the performances are pretty good but it doesn't really do a whole lot to stand out but it's very clearly golan and globus trying to do woody Mm -hmm. allen 
Yeah, and it's filmed in the location it's filmed in, had uh, which had some effect on film history. Overall, it's a it's a decent watch. It's not bad or anything, but at the same time, that's not going to make it into the top 50. That's not good enough for the top 50. 1985's Rappin'. I bought a copy of this. Mm-hmm. That that kind of says like I didn't I, I bought it because I intend to rewatch it at some yeah. point. So it just for that reason alone, mm-hmm. it makes the top hundred. Yeah, it's a fun watch overall. It just for Snack Attack alone, yeah. it deserves to be in the top one hundred. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun enough movie, but compared to the other ones we've got on here, like uh, well, you, we'll get to that was when we get to those, and you probably know what two of them are. Uh, this one doesn't really stack up to it. It's clearly weaker, but despite that, it's still worth watch. Yeah, I, I, if you're going to watch Breakin' and Breakin' 2, you might as well watch the spiritual threequel. Yeah, it's uh, just not as strong as either of them. Yeah, they, they really missed the boat on the release for it. Yeah. Okay, on to 1985's Grace Quigley. Mm-hmm. A mess of a movie that is kind of endearing in its own way. Mm. That I really wish we could see the original director's cut version yeah. of it, just because it sounds a hell of a lot more darker than a movie about assisted suicide. Well, yeah, it, <laughs> it, has, is. it has the canon weirdness to it in a lot of the film, and it stands out because there's a lot of strange. And it has Catherine movie. Hepburn and Nick Nolte. And yeah, the cast is strong, and it's it's a good watch. It's just there's something about it where we already know what it is. Is that it was edited quite a bit, so it's a bit strange in places, and especially the ending. Though, again, we won't know how that would would have played if it had the original. It might have been worse for all we know. We don't actually know. But overall, it's okay. It, but it, it makes the top 100. It's just not strong enough for the top 50. And I also go back and forth on how much I like the cover or don't like the cover because it's kind of ugly, but at the same time, it kind of has that, ni- that weird um, boardwalk portraiture to it. Yeah. So the yeah, next movie fine. is one that, to this day, since we've watched it, we still have random discussions about it mm-hmm. because of the ending. 1986's Link. Yeah, Link is kind of a canon, and it's kind of counts. It's one of the main reasons I didn't include it in the top 50 is because it, it kind of doesn't count. It's it's one that is technically an exception, but also isn't. Mm-hmm. That's one of the main reasons, but overall, it still has a lot of canon charm despite that, and a lot of really weirdness in its execution. But... It's a, it's a pretty good watch overall. It's just doesn't have that little extra that would put it over the, the hump to make it into the 50. If it was a little bit more coherent, a little bit more scarier, mm-hmm. a little bit more clear about what the what the in uh, insinuations of the actual <laughs> of the movie is. Yeah. Um that mm-hmm. chimp masterminded the whole thing mm-hmm. and then killed a bunch of sheep. <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot going on in that movie. 1986's Avenging Force. Mm-hmm. This one would probably be one of the more controversial ones not making into the top 50. No, yeah. no I don't see that. I, I, I think it's totally understandable why well, maybe, it's only in the top 80. Well, maybe to us, but I'd say most people would be wondering, wait, why wouldn't you put that on there? Well, I'm going to, like I said, I kind of touched upon this one before, but the fact of the matter is um, it's, it's got some, well, let's get to it first. It has a lot of really good action sequences with Michael Dudikoff and Steve James. You just don't see the look I'm giving JD right now. You haven't seen it in a while then because there are some pretty good action sequences. But despite that, and despite the fact that, hey, it's got the the guys who basically made the first two American Ninja movies. Despite all that, movie's miserable to watch. The tone is really dour for no real reason. Like, a lot of good guys just get slaughtered. Don't die. They get slaughtered. And, like, 
there's no real build-up to a lot of it. It just kind of happens at times. And then by the end of the movie, it's like his little sister's getting sold into sex trafficking. And it's like, it's really weirdly dark for a movie that shouldn't be as dark as it is. And that, uh, for a movie that was intended to be a sequel to yeah. uh, Invasion in USA. Intended. It's not an actual sequel, which even though they dour, left the Which isn't dour at all, that movie. It's not dour at all. So it's like just watching this movie is just... It's unpleasant. Despite any positive it might have, the whole mood just drags it all down. And, and that's why, like I said, it's... I can't... I don't want to put it in the top 50s. I just don't like it. 1986's... Mm-hmm. Firewalker, starring Chuck Norris. Okay, the reason why this one isn't on here is because to me it's kind of the definition of mediocre. It's yes, got, I remember nothing about it. It's got like, uh, what's his name? Uh, not Chick Norris, the other guy. It's Louis, was it Louis Gossett? I can't remember who it was. Uh, I'll, it, keep rambling on, I'll tell you what his name is. But I know who you're talking about. But yeah, it has a pretty good like duo, and they do well enough with what they have. The problem is that what happens in the movie is pretty stock standard. Which makes like a decent yeah. Afternoon. It's Lewis Gossett Jr. Yeah. It's a decent watch. Like uh, it's like one of those uh, Sunday afternoon watches where it's just on TV and it you know you watch it or you rent it at the video store. It's it's Chuck Norris wanting to be uh, mm-hmm. Indiana Jones. Like I said, it's fine. It, there's nothing like overly awful about it that you're like, oh, I don't want to see this. Or or it's Chuck Norris wanting to be um, what's his name in King Solomon's in the Mines. Oh no, duh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put. I wouldn't. I wouldn't include it with that one. But overall, like, it's fine, but there's nothing about it that stands out at all to really recommend it over anything else we've really talked about, except the ones we don't like. And overall, it's a and pretty boy, obvious... boy, are there movies we don't like. It's a pretty obvious choice for just not making it into the top 50. 1986's Duet for One, a British drama film adapted from a play starring Julie Andrews and Alan Bates mm-hmm. and Liam Neeson. Well, the reason for this one is because it's a pretty obvious drama that didn't really do a whole lot interesting, and it's just kind of there. We've covered a few dramas on here that we actually like, and we actually did include overall, but that's because they have something memorable about it. This one, even when you just mentioned it, I'm just thinking, I remember watching it. I do not remember the exact beats of the plot. No, I don't remember the beats of the plot. I remember that Julie Andrews does a topless scene. Mm. That's about it. But that's because that's what this movie's notorious for. Yeah, overall, it's just there. And it's like Firewalker, which is like, it's not enough to put it into the top 50. It's it's clearly not top 50 material. And a movie that has become memeable uh, within our own canon. Uh, 1987's number one with a bullet. The movie that is so forgettable that mm-hmm. we never stop talking about it. The only reason it made it this far is because that's... Why? It's because it was comp. At first, it's competently made. It's competent for what it's trying to do, but it doesn't do anything above that. It doesn't go the extra mile in anything. And overall, it's a completely forgettable movie, which we've pretty much proven by this point is completely forgettable. And if I were to order this list, it would be the lowest ranking action movie on it because it does everything action movie wrong. This movie, I'm going to have to take JD's word for it because I think there's a Carradine in it. I know there's a Billy D. Williams in it. And you watched it twice. No, I, I've seen this like, what, three, three and a half times? Something like that. Um, I really still don't remember this movie. <laughs> no, even though I did see it, the second time I, uh, I watched it, because it was the second time when we were watching it for the, uh, the Rewind episode we did, I was just thinking to myself, 
Boy, this is worse than I remember because every single like plot turn it has, I'm just imagining in my head, okay, now you can do this. And they just didn't do that. Like there was a scene where they're in a, a truck and like they, they see them in the rear view mirror. Oh no, it's the cops. They just pull over and arrest them. Do you remember that scene where, where they, they, they take snipes at each other while sitting in a car? I'm assuming that's in there because it's such a generic movie where they're just sitting in a car driving somewhere and they're arguing with each other. I remember them doing that in a plane, so yeah, pretty much. Or how about the scene where, um, going by cliches, one of them has an overly Jewish mother. I'm going to assume that's the Billy G. Williams character. Who? Uh, <laughs> no, it has to be the Carradine. It has to be the Carradine because Billy D. Williams has to be... Doris Roberts. Oh, right. <laughs> Told you that there, there's a cast in the movie, but... Even despite that cast, you don't remember anything about it. Oh, right. Yeah, that's the movie. That's why it doesn't make the top 50, and that's why it's the lowest rated action movie, because it it has all of the obvious things you can do something with, but it does nothing with them. I, I think I put this one on here as a maybe as a joke, and it just kind of stayed there. Uh, 1987's Down Twisted. This movie's bad. How did? How is this on the list again? <laughs> You wanted all the Albert Pune movies on a list, and I said, uh, one of them probably will make it on. You said, oh, uh, I think they might. And then I said, I don't think you remember all of them. And then we got to this one. You said, oh, yeah, I remember this one. Uh, JD, uh, honestly, all the Albert Pune movies have been overwritten by either the best of them, which is Radioactive Dreams, or the worst of them, which was Arcade. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry for making you watch Arcade. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, but Down Twisted, I remember a scene in a bathroom. Down I remember t- that it's in South Africa, and I remember that Courtney Cox is in it briefly. Down Twisted is supposed to be uh, one of those, you know, reveal after reveal twisty thriller movies with a lot of shooting. But Albert Pune's not that skilled enough to pull it off. The problem is every single twist ends up undercutting every other twist. So by the end, you're just like, why is any of this happening? I think we even came to an inclusion when we watched it at one point where we said, uh, you know, if this guy did this one thing, this entire movie would never would have happened or something like that. Yeah. And it was like something near the end of the movie. And it's like, that was, that just undercut everything <laughs> so like that's the problem is its main selling point doesn't work and it brings down anything else it wants to do and it it's the it's the lowest rated albert pune movie on here there's nothing about it i could even say even slightly like yeah it's worth seeing for this no not in this not in this case i don't recommend it uh the next two movies were released in the same year and one of them is a passion project by the main actor and the other one is the uh how why he what he sold his soul to the devil to do it for mm-hmm. uh you have street spart and superman 4 the quest for peace yeah so let, let's obviously start with street smart really good morgan uh morgan uh freeman yeah. uh performance as a pimp aside from that though it's just a basic competent drama really there's nothing a whole lot else about it to really set it apart it's kind of like duet for one where like it's good performance, but, like, is that enough to make the movie? And, and it's notable all? because it's Christopher Reeve's passion project that yeah. he was working for years to get done. And then he, and to get this done, he had to sell his soul to canon to, and do Superman IV, The Quest for Peace. Yeah, The Quest for Peace uh, doesn't make it on. No, not even ironically. It doesn't make it on because even, like, some of the movies that aren't as well made have a lot more going for them. We tried to watch this one, like, with a, you know, try just be even-handed with it. And while there are some parts of it that are fine, because like Christopher Reeve is always good as Clark Kent, it's all he's always he's always perfect as him. There's so much of the movie where there's parts like, if they didn't have the budget, why did they film this? Why did they do this? They could have done anything else, and it would have made more sense too. You know, the movie's full of stuff like that. And as a whole, it's 
it's just not worth it. It's not worth watching. What's that, JD? What do I hear off in the distance? The sounds of seagulls and the ocean. Kaka, kaka. If it was up to me, this one 1987, Jean Luc Godard's King Lear. Uh, everybody's favorite adaptation of a Shakespearean work. Mm-hmm. Enough said. Moving on to 1987, Surrendered. Well, yeah, JD absolutely hates the King Lear adaption. So I, I kind of like love hate it. Mm-hmm. I just want to see it again in better quality. Yeah, but there's no way it's going to make it over movies that actually tried. Oh, God, no. This movie is probably number 78. It's pretty low. Like, this is the one that's, like, like rare. no, actually, it's probably 77, because, uh, well, let's, mm-hmm. well, you have Surrender, which is a totally fine romantic comedy. Is, it's the, the least canon film of canon films. Yeah, it's a movie that Starring been, Michael Caine and Sally Field. could have been released, really, by anybody, so it's not really that canon. But, like, overall, it's fine, but, like, the other dramas we've covered uh, so far, it's just, there's nothing really about it to really say, yeah, this is top 50 material. This is just not. And which leads us to 1988's Going Bananas, the one that for the last two weeks since our last recording, um, I've, I've been asking JD randomly, how did this make it onto the maybe list? I don't remember how it got on there, but it did. And we're like, apparently this is better than 12 other films that, that are in the bottom one. And then I look at those 12 other films. I'm like, yeah, there is no other. I, I maybe making the grade might make it over that hump and switch with going bananas well, but at the well, same to time be I'm fair like, too like even compared to these the ones we're looking at right now it is memorable <laughs> we did remember it it's like maybe maybe thunder alley to, to give the night to a quiz yeah. to jd saying yeah let's at least put that into top uh, 78 well let's put it this way it's it's a maybe but it's a very low maybe it was never going to be high it was never th- going to make the top i think it. that one might have been more of a joking maybe because i'm yeah. like yeah this is seriously no way making it onto the list yeah, at all it was never uh, really going to make it that far anyway it was, i think it just slipped under the radar but it is funny <laughs> that it did so dom de louise uh and alongside um deep roy it's almost like a family guy cut away yeah it's like what the right down to the racism <laughs> it's just like i said it you remember the movie but like i said it's not we we were like for instance uh too much or something like or aladdin which are despite what they are are still very memorable and uh there's a lot going from this one despite the funny funny stuff in the movie it's just not up there. With Believe them. me, we're not laughing with the movie. We're laughing at the movie. Yeah, this is probably one. Of the, unlike those ones, which I just think are enjoyable, this one would probably be so bad it's good this, in that in that. Aspect. Oh, not even that. This one you watch ironically because it's mm-hmm. a bad movie. It's just not good. It's a misfire in every conceivable way. But I think that makes it endearing. It, it somehow ends up being more racist than Ernest Goes to Africa. <laughs> uh, it's just like I said, it is a bad movie. It's bad, but like, I don't was, know. I really, seriously, don't know how it even made it. This, but it was never going to make it that high. Okay, so 1989's um, American Ninja Three: Blood Hunt. Yeah, this is the only American Ninja movie we watched that I, I just didn't didn't like, and I was disappointed when we saw this one originally because like, wow, I wasn't expecting it to dip that far. This is the American Ninja movie that I this this that I like the least. Yeah, this is the like I said, this one I just at least until American Ninja Six comes out in a couple of years, <laughs> straight to video. This one, like I said, it's basically they got rid of Michael Dudikoff and they got David Bradley. For, I'm sorry, this is his first one. Uh, they got a, a martial arts guy. The problem with it is, aside from Steve James, who again is always enjoyable and everything he's in, Dudikoff was like a wet piece of fart. He was much better than David Bradley was in this movie. In this movie, sorry, yeah, sorry, David Bradley, not Michael Dudikoff. David Bradley in this movie, like 
I've seen him in a couple more canon movies, and I think he's a lot more enjoyable in those ones. This he's was... a lot more enjoyable in American Ninja 5. Yeah, and this one, it's his first role, and it shows, but at the same time, the actual movie itself is basically American Ninja 2 again, but not as good in any conceivable way. And Okay, uh, if the title of this movie was just American Ninja again, I would yeah. have gotten higher on the list. But, like, it's not as good as American Ninja 2 and any of the things it puts off, and at the same time, the director had never done an action movie before, and he's no Sam Furstenberg. <laughs> He's just, it's, it's just, he, he improved with four, but in three, it just, it's just not fun to watch. Then the action scenes are so flat and dull. It, it, it just doesn't work. It's just not fun to watch. This is the one with the really poor um, parachute, uh, like paraglider scene, right? It's the only memorable part of the movie because it's the only thing that, that didn't happen in the other movies. Like I said, overall, it's, it's the weakest one and it just, it doesn't make the top 50. It can't. Yeah, no, it can't. It can't make even the top seventy for crying out loud. Right, so um, that high. It's just not enjoyable. And Keaton's Cop is from nineteen ninety. Yeah, yeah, Keaton's Cop, starring um, hmm. uh, some guy. Lee Majors. Lee, thank you, Lee Majors. Uh, Gabe, what is his name? Abe Vagoda. Abe. I was about to call him Gabe. And uh, <laughs> Don Rickles. Don Rickles. Yeah, like this one was better than I was expecting it to be because, like. I don't know. They gave the impression that it was supposed to be like really dull, but I thought it was actually quite active. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you that I came in with like very low expectations based on other people's uh, thoughts it, on the film. It's got the canon like goofiness to it at times too. Like the action sequences are pretty uh, canon. They go through windows almost all the time, and like it's not the not the greatest movie we watched or anything like that. But it's a it's a fun enough movie where I would say yeah, it's a Saturday afternoon watch. It's definitely not top 50 material, but you know what? It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. And yeah. that covers the top, the, sorry, the bottom 30. And these can go no higher than 70 because just based on the fact that they, 12 mm-hmm. of them came from, came back. They they came back from the dead. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones were all maybe and it's going bananas. What? Wh- how did it, how does going bananas still make it onto the list? Yeah, we did a little, uh... We did a little list, right? Where's the, you just had the list up two seconds ago. Where'd it go? Okay, this one. Um, there are a couple other ones that we want. We wanted to go through next. These are the ones that you, you for sure think are not going to make the top. These are the ones because uh, Randy gave me a list basically saying well, for our discussion in the first, like I guess, two episodes where he said these are the ones we basically said, yeah, they're not going to make it in despite how uh, we feel about them. Um, we just didn't obviously feel very enthused about them, so we already know these ones aren't going to make it. Um, he put those in with the ones we already did, so I just like randomly threw them together. Oh yeah, there's King Solomon's minds. I was like, I was worried for a second that they were weren't there. Uh, yeah, one... some of them we didn't really talk about though. Well, we didn't really talk about the the, the... Yeah, we didn't talk about the ones that for sure didn't make it in, but uh, the other ones didn't. So those are all of those are like. 30 almost exactly, right? Because we cut... We yeah, those were 30 those. exactly. All right. So now what we have to do, because we're down to top 70, is we have to choose 20 more that you can't imagine in a top 50 canon list. So also right now, mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm just for anybody hearing clicking, mm-hmm. I'm moving mm-hmm. that 30 yeah. to spaces 100 through 71. Yeah. Uh, and then we may come back later and actually order them. But for yeah. now, these move over to here. Yeah, so basically that's what we're going to do with that. Uh, first thing first is that we have to again go through and choose, this time, just 20 
So we know our count this time, so we don't throw it off. Okay, so now we're, we're going through the list again, and, and this is going to get harder because we have 80 films. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're not going to really go into detail unless we, we have to because we know um, we know the ones that are going to make roughly the top 25, mm-hmm. or at least the top 50. 50, yeah. Um, some of them, are, I would say, like, we might disagree because we're going to say really, and I say, well, I see that like a 51 or a 52, you know, sort of mm-hmm. thing. So I'm just going to read off the first five of them here, and then because mm-hmm. more than likely these are going to be all in the top 50. Mm-hmm. Schizoid, The Apple, New Year's Evil, Enter the Ninja, and Ma- Hospital Massacre. Um, top 50? Sure. Sure, I could see those in the top 50. I'm just going to put a star next to them because they're in the discussion. Okay, then. And if we, we change our mind, we'll change our mind. But for now, I'd say, yeah, those would be fine. So next five... Okay. Do any of these uh, pop out at you as not making it? Uh, Death Wish 2? Death Wish 2 I do see making it in. Uh, Last American Virgin? No, I don't. Okay, so that one I'm going to I'm gonna say, I'm just going to bold it for now because I have a feeling that might be bottom... Uh, yeah. That might be in our bottom 50. Yeah, that championship season I do see making it. I could see it at like 51 maybe? That's what I mean. I could see it like in there. But for now, uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll put a, I'll, I'll asterisk that one. You for also now. have to remember we need twenty of these, so not there's a lot that are going to make it in. Like one more chance, we'll make it in. I'm yeah, one sure. more chance. I'm pretty positive it's going to be make it in if low. Uh, so Ten that, to midnight. Uh, that I found was one of the better, uh, probably one of the better Bronson films. That's not a Death Wish film. I could see that one making it in. I think that one would be low in the top fifty, but I think it would be in there. That's why I'm doing them five at a time, so I can just mm-hmm. count one. Five when. So we have Seven. we have we've determined nine that at least are going to play mm-hmm. uh, Hercules. Okay, um, Hercules. I could see that. That's at, a bottom fifty. I could see that like number fifty almost exactly. To be quite honest. How about I bold it for now and say that it's bottom fifty, and then we, depending mm-hmm. on if there's something else, we can take it out. I could see like I said, I could see that one there, but I could also see just not making it. So yeah, it could be it could go either way. It's like if we wind up with more than twenty, we'll we'll break it down again and then just yeah yeah, yeah that moves it up. Revenge of the Ninja makes yeah. it to the top fifty. Breaking Breaking to- makes it to the top fifty. Naked Face makes it to the top fifty. Yeah, so does Ordeal by Innocence actually. So yeah, all love of those, streams, love streams as well. So yeah, let's just do it five at a time, like you were just doing it. It makes it faster that way. Uh, Exterminator, that's number seventy. So I'm just gonna move that one yeah. over to number seventy right away. Yeah, that one's not in this list. That one's already off. Okay. And I'm I'm literally cutting and pasting it so that it doesn't appear in the list. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the next five are Ninja Through the Domination, Missing in Action, Break in Two, Missing Action Two, and Life Force. Which one do you think makes it in? Which one do you don't? Okay, so the ones that I don't see hanging. Oh my, I think those are all top fifty. You think they're all gonna make it? Yeah, like I like in this list, I'm seeing like I, I even see like top twenty-five for, oh, like, yeah, yeah. for like uh, okay, at yeah. least two of them. So it's like the, this is like okay. our strongest. I don't disagree. I do not disagree. This is our strongest one there for these five. Yeah. Okay, fine. Might as well do five at a time. Okay, American. Next ones are American Ninja, Invasion USA, Death Wish Three, Runaway Train, and the Delta, Delta Force. Force. Okay, so for me, I would say all of them would make it in. I'll 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 agree with you there. I think that they all could make it because once again I'm seeing a couple of top twenty fives in there. Oh yeah, like right off the right off the okay. thing. Naked Cage. Uh, I, thank you for your your yeah, thing. No, no, you're in the bottom. No, that doesn't make it in. Murphy's Law. Murphy's same. Law, I would say would be like top sixty or so. I don't think. It yeah, that one doesn't make 50. it into it. Dangerously close. I don't think it makes no, it into the top fifty. No, no, that one's also I would put in like 
50 something invaders from yes. mars that's for me yes i would put this one in i'll put that but it's a very low 50 yeah i would put that in okay and the texas chainsaw massacre too. yeah it has to all of it? his all of all of um, toby hooper's, toby hooper's movies i would say I have to make it at least in top 50 okay otello top no, no this is a bottom 50 pick otello 52 pickup aladdin and dutch okay. treat so and over the top over the top so otello i would say would probably bottom 50 it's good. Really high, but it's, it's a bottom 50. It's a good one. I enjoyed watching it. It was very unique, but I don't think it quite makes it. 52 pickup, I think, hangs in the bottom of the top 50. I could see that in the 40s. Yeah. Aladdin, Aladdin yes. yes. No discussion there. We know. Dutch okay. Treat, no, I'm sorry. No. As much as I enjoy that one of those two it's, films. It's good enough it gets in the top 100. And over the top, yes. it gets in the top 100. Okay, now the next five American, are going to be hard. American Ninja 2, The Confrontation, Too Much, Masters of the Universe, Penitentiary 3, and Tough Guys Don't Dance. Yeah, this one is going to be a bit more difficult. Okay, I just want to go back right now just for a second. Wow. While you're thinking on those ones. Wow. Which one? You wanted to see which ones we already did? Yeah, we've already chosen eight for the bottom 20. Okay, so we have 12 left is what you're saying. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, so American Ninja 2, uh, yeah, that one makes it in. I see that in the 40s, maybe. I think it'll probably be about 38 or so. It's 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 enough. It's going to make it. Oh, too much. Ah, uh, hmm, hmm. too much is a is a tough one. Um, I'm going one to say that too much. It's really hard because I could see it in the range of like 45 through 55. Mm-hmm. Like I could see it on either end of the spectrum. Yeah, it's it's one that is just enough to make it memorable, but I'm not sure if it's enough that it would, you know... Bottom 50, but a high bottom 50. Yeah, Thank okay. you very much for your, your time on that as okay. well. Masters of the Universe is the next one. Oh, it has a really good Frank Langella performance. I'm definitely going to put it on there. I'm pretty sure it's going to... It's not going to be like the top 20 or anything, but I think it's going to be on there. Yeah, I think that is like almost... Just like a known canon film, Penitentiary 3, Oak Tree, uh, gets a asterisk. Okay, Tough Guys Don't Dance. This one is, has got the memorableness to it. <laughs> I I think this one flies. This, I think, might be a top 25. This one is surprisingly memorable, despite everything about it, and despite how... As a movie, no, but as a canon movie, I think it's a top 25. That's the thing is there's nothing about it where you watch it like, okay, it's logical. It's just why does it happen the way it happens? <laughs> Everything about it is just so strange. It's like a fever dream. Yeah, that's it. And like I but said, yeah. it's a very canon. Very extremely canon. And there's a reason yeah, okay. why it's a cult classic. Yeah, so okay. I think that one hangs in the top 25. Okay. Barfly, okay. hardest movie to find in the freaking world. I think it hangs in the top 50. Okay. Uh, yeah, Barfly, Death Wish for the Crackdown, Miss Braddock, Missing in Action 3, uh, Alien, Alien from, from LA, LA and Bloodsport. Blood okay. Well, I can already tell you that for sure, two mm. of them are in the top fifty, and mm. then the other, or sorry, three of those, three of those five are in the top fifty. Mm-hmm. But two of them, I'm gonna leave them for you and let you cut your babies if you think that they can't hang. Well, um, for- Death Wish Four and Braddock missing in action. I don't personally see making a top fifty. Mm-hmm. I do see them making it close. But I don't know how close since we've said that about a handful of these ones already. Well, Death Wish 4, like I said, that's my personal favorite one. But, like, I can see 2 and 3 in being the top better. 50. Yeah, I can and see 2 and 3 like being the top more. 50. But at the same time, it did make top 100. So I would say, yeah, it probably would be in the 50s, I would say. And Braddock, I know you like Missing in Action 3. I thought it was better than 2, personally. 
Um, and we have two, right? Two is Enya. Um, how about this, JD? Mm-hmm. How about we sacrifice Missing in Action two to the to the bottom fifty and put Braddock three as the sure, because sure. it's like I don't see all three of the movies sitting there, but um, they're already top one hundred anyway. So yeah, and and I, and and I could see uh, you knowing them better. Alien from LA. This movie has grown on me mm-hmm. to such an extent that I I I will fight you if if it does he keep it no, in the I top fifty. Could make it in there. There's enough about it that's unique. And Bloodsport, no question asked. Yeah. That's, that makes it to the, to the That's going to be uh, up there. Okay. Shy people. One second. I'm just doing a quick countdown okay. again. One, two, three. Five, six, two, three, four. Seven, mm. eight, nine, ten, eleven. We have eleven. Okay. We still need nine more? Yes. Okay. Shy, Shy people. Journey, journey to the center of the yeah. earth. Hero <laughs> and a terror. Messenger uh, of death. death and evil angels slash okay. a cry in the dark. Shy and the shy people does make it. I don't even have to think about that. That one, one is is kind of like that's um, a, that's like the dramas we were talking about before, but it's actually really good and really memorable. It, it's kind of like Runaway Train, and that these are actual movies that you would see made by mm-hmm. other studios, not just by Canon. But it still has that Canon charm to it. Yeah, it does have that Canon charm to it. Journey yeah. to the Center of the Earth. Okay, I'm I'm I'll take it out of the top fifty. It doesn't make the top fifty, no. but it does deserve to be in the top one hundred. Enough. It's memorable enough. We can mention it, but it's not top. 50. It's it's such a canon train wreck mm. that it deserves to be in the top one hundred. Hero and the Terror. That's that's to me a typical bottom one hundred, uh, bottom fifty movie. It's, what Hero and the Terror? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, that's what I was gonna say. It's memorable enough to make the top one hundred, but it's not memorable enough to make uh, sending a messenger of death it's the same sort of thing it's like memorable enough but not enough to make it top 100 um can you remind me what messenger of death was about oh that's the uh, the bronson one where the ending is like the the waterworks thing from like chinatown oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. In it. it's fine but it's just it's not enough um evil angels a cry in the dark yes. I, it stays it's one of those weird that's ones again, that, that's, that's an exception but not an exception like shy people it's one of the dramas that works it's really good and really well really well okay okay so the next five i can uh-huh. already see two mm-hmm. of them that go to the bottom and possibly okay. three that stay on top kinjite forbidden subjects sinbad of the seven seas cyborg kickboxer and rockula okay. actually sorry i see two of them that could probably mm-hmm. two of them that could probably stay in the top okay. 50 kinjite uh is enough for me top 100 but does not make top 50 Sinbad better um, than Hercules it's better than Hercules I would if we're going to put one of his movies on there it's going to be this one let's 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 be real that was this one was just too enjoyable or we can just put it in the top bottom 50 and just say that sure, it's an honor could. to be on the list it could Lou be. Ferrigno we could yeah it, I, it depends on how many we need too so for now let's just say that yeah Cyborg uh yes I think it's going to be in the in the 50 and like you know 47 or something like that but I'll I'll I'll, I'll agree with you that one because it's decent, but I think we might have to have a discussion if you want it any higher. It's not going to be any higher. 50s. I don't think it's going to be higher because because that. that's kind of one kickboxer. of the worst. Kickboxer, yes, that one's for sure. I could never remember if it was Kickboxer two or Kickboxer one. Rockula, yes. Rockula, yes, as well. Okay, now the next five: Lombada, oh. Midnight Ride, American Ninja for the Annihilation, The Hitman, and To the Death. So okay, we're now we're getting into the the territory of um, now we're in the nineties. So these mm. movies are are most. I'm surprised a lot of these ones aren't just in the bottom fifty. Yeah, the some of these, some of these, uh, I'm I'm surprised about. Like Lombada, I don't think is enough to make the top fifty. I'll agree with you there, but uh, it, it it may rise again depending if we, if the we end up over the twenty that we needed. Midnight Ride, I think, is. I might be controversial, but I think it I. Is. That is what. What did I say? It was one of the ones I want re-released the most. Yeah. Alongside John Luke Godard's uh, King Lear, and uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember my other. Uh, and too much. 
American Ninja 4, The Annihilation. I would put that right near the end. So, like, almost at, like, 49. That's where I would, like, put it. It's very, very low, but I would say I'll, it would just make it. I'll accede to you that one. The Hitman, mm. I feel like, almost has to make the list because it's so iconic. But and at the same the time, ones too. and it's one of the last ones. Mm. And But we already have two Chuck Norris films on here yeah. and that are better than The Hitman. Yeah, and we already know which one's uh, going to be high. So, yeah, I would say probably not this one. To the Death, I say yes. If we have Penitentiary 3 on here, we have to have To the Death. It's, to me, it's like that version. Okay, this one... Uh, this one... <laughs> okay, so we have... Let's, let's just read you out the bottom eight that okay, we have here. Well, yeah. Because we only have eight more films. Okay, how many more do we have left to, to fill while oh, we're thinking, talking about that? Okay. Um... Yeah, we're in the 90s. So I, I lost my count one second. This one's a bit trickier to pull off because these ones are not as well-known, not as iconic, but some of them I could still see making it decently high up. We have to take cut at least two more, but okay. if we end up cutting more, then we'll just go back to the ones that we didn't. Okay, I can already tell you out of this one which two would be cut. So so let's just read them off for, for mm-hmm. completion's sake. 50-50, mm-hmm. American Samurai... Street Night, American Ninja Four Five. Sorry, I, I'm not very good at Roman numerals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rescue Me, American Cyborg, Steel Warrior, Hellbound, and Chain of Command. Well, I don't tell you which two of these I would cut, but which two are the ones that you would cut? Because okay. I I don't feel any connection to a, any okay. of these movies. I'll just mention. I'll just talk about them from the, the top one. Okay. Fifty uh, Fifty to me is a personal favorite. I really like this movie. I know Randy's not big on it, but I'm it's, really not big on it. It's unique enough that I think it stands out, and I just like I said, I enjoy it, and the the cast is pretty good. It's decent enough, and I would recommend this one to anybody watching. Uh, but does it stay in the top fifty? Uh, considering what we have left, yes, it does. Uh, same thing with American Samurai. We watched the uncut version, thankfully. Yeah, which I guess. It definitely elevated it. Definitely def- better than American Ninja Three. Uh, Street Night, uh, this one, this one is a tougher one. I don't think it does, but of what we've already moved onto the list, uh, I mm. would, I would say that we could probably put too much back on the list and, and, <laughs> and give ourselves an extra space and, and oh, just okay. kick Street Night off. So, so you agree with me on that? Sure. Huh? Okay. Then I'm going to go put too much back on the list. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we're we're nearing the end now, so we can't exactly uh... because uh, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, uh, too much is better than like what's remaining in these final eight. Yeah, some of them. American Ninja Five definitely does make it. Yes, I'll agree either. Uh, so Rescue Me is two the, more. Is uh is uh, one of the ones I would say probably doesn't. Like, I'll agree with you there. Like it's very enough, weak. There's enough about it where I would say like I could see it being top 100, but it's not enough where it makes top 50. And, uh, and I'm going to guess it's the next one that we're going to take off, American Cyborg Steel Warrior? Uh, no. Wow. Because you didn't see the one right under that one. Oh, right. <laughs> this could have been, an early, just with a title like that, it could have been an early 90s American, uh, Constantine. American Cyborg Steel Warrior is like, it's, it's such a goofy, fun movie that it just, it's not top 25 material, but it's so canon that I, I just, I have a soft spot for it. It's just enjoyable to me. The next one that is definitely not making it on is Hellbound. Again, that's one. Thank you, Chuck. So long. Yeah, a lot of people like this one. I don't know why. It just it's a misfire in every conceivable way. Okay, if I'm going to be totally honest, mm-hmm. before we started doing the Canon Cruisers, I thought Chuck Norris had a lot more better movies, and I thought a lot of them were in the Canon wheelhouse. He does, uh, but just, uh... I found the majority of his oeuvre mm-hmm. as as Canon to be really weak. 
His best stuff was, uh, well, we already did it. We are Well, we can talk about that later. We don't yeah. have to talk about that now. But yeah, and the last one is Chain of Command, which is the last canon movie, which I would say, yeah, just ma- makes it on. Okay, so we might as well say which ones we cut. The 12 or however many it was that didn't didn't make it. Just give me a moment. I'm going to actually... Oh, no, I'm not going to order it by... Uh, so I'm going to read off the mm-hmm. ones that are in our top... 20, and then I'll move them over after we're done. Uh, the Last American Virgin. Mm-hmm. Hercules. Yep. Exterminator 2. Missing in Action 2. The Beginning. The Naked Cage. Murphy's Law. Mm-hmm. Dangerously Close. Otello. Dutch Treat. Mm-hmm. Death Wish 4. The Crackdown. Mm-hmm. Journey 2. The Center of the Earth. Mm-hmm. Hero and the Terror. Messenger of Death. Kinjete. Forbidden Subjects. Mm-hmm. Sinbad. Of the Seven Seas, Lombada, Mm -hmm. The Hitman, Street Knight, Rescue Me, and Hellbound. Yeah. So when you put when you pair that with the other movies that we just covered before, that's that's our bottom fifty more or less. So like we'll we'll order we'll do this like later uh, like off stream or something where we just order it out on our own and just like later we'll come back and say yeah these are the ones that uh, this is how we ordered what we had left on our final count we'll. when we'll it's all back to you. when it's all finished for now, like those are just the movies that uh, obviously we're not going to make it any higher, regardless. So yeah, with that we got um, our bottom fifty, and then uh, next after this one for and the next episode we do is going to be cutting it down again by half. So twenty five of those. Now, yeah, we got to figure out what the top twenty five is going yeah. to be, and which didn't, which doesn't make the. Um, the top twenty, the the top twenty-five. So that one will probably be a lot uh, faster because I think we more or less have an idea of what the top twenty-five would shape up to be. Yeah, we I, something I, might like you know just like not make it in just barely or whatever. Ah, uh, yeah, I have I have an idea of what my personal top twenty-five is going to mm-hmm. be, but yeah, we also, we we might also do that in the last one if. You know, we feel like it would just say, "Yeah, these are the ones we would put personally." I, honestly, I think we should do what our personal top tens if it's if it's yeah. such a deviation from what our final as a group. Well, yeah, we might as well because obviously we don't have a lot of the same taste, but there's enough on here. I think, uh, excuse me, that would work out. So yeah, so yeah, that brings us from 100 to mm-hmm. to number 51. Yeah, so that's there's exactly 50 movies left to go over. And boy, are we going to go over them for in our next episode. So, um, do we have anything left on this one we want to go over or mention? Because The only thing that we have to mention right off the bat is that Exterminator 2 is number 70 on the list. And it can go yeah. no higher or any lower than number 70. Because we originally thought that was going to be number 100. Yeah, and because we, 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 made it, we made it up. We was like, what's a movie that... Would just make it on, but not neither of us really likes, but is an influential and popular enough that it kind of has to be there. And that was the that was the answer. Exterminator two. And as much as we dislike that movie, and I would say II. by looking at the ones we have under there, I'd say yeah, I could imagine all those movies under Exterminator two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I, I can I can imagine that. So yeah. So with that, um. We are done with this week's episode. We'll be back with yeah. our breaking down the final top, the bottom and top 25, and then we'll put them in order. Yeah, and the last one, we'll be putting it all together and showing our monstrous... The, fin- the final episode or two, yeah, might yeah. be... Yeah. That's well, the last one, more or less. 
That one will probably be a bit longer just because the last one, but, you know, these ones have been long enough as it is. And we'll be yelling at each other and arguing, hopefully, for your entertainment. That would be uh, fun. Yeah. But, yeah, as it is, uh, that's all we got to say for this ev- this episode, everybody. So we'll see you next time when we continue our cruise with this compiled canon catalog. The canon countdown, if you will. That's it. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>